Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Ellsworth, welcoming you to Prairie Doc Radio. This is a program of the Healing Words Foundation of 501c3, founded by Dr. Richard Holmes. We are here to answer your medical questions, so give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. With us today is Dr. Jill Cruz, ready to answer your medical questions. Dr. Cruz's specialty is family medicine. She works with the Avera Medical Group Brookings and volunteers as part of the Prairie Doc team of physicians. Good morning, Dr. Cruz. Good morning. Thanks for having me, and thanks for letting me uh, call in here. Perfect. It's no no problem. This works well. Uh, it's a busy time, and we can all make this work with the blessing of technology. This is great. Um, we have a big week for the Prairie Doc this week in Prairie Doc programs as we officially start our 19th season of the television show on call with the Prairie Doc. Um, a lot of planning and preparation going in to kind of kick this off today, uh, Doctor or tomorrow night, tomorrow night. Um, Dr. Cruz, could you tell us what it's been like to prepare for this upcoming season of the Prairie Doc? Well, there's been a lot of uh, brainstorming and people sitting uh, down together to talk about what topics uh, that we want to share and what we want to bring to the public and and how to continue uh, Dr. Holmes' legacy. And uh, kind of we kind of sat down and, you know, what would Dr. Holmes do? What would he want? How would he want us to uh, continue his mission of bringing factual information uh, that's accessible to the public? And so we really uh, had a nice sit-down with uh, Joni and with uh, one of uh, his sons to talk about, you know, what is their legacy, what what is the plans, and then everyone of the four of us Prairie Docs uh, were definitely discussing, you know, what are our strengths and, and what contacts do we have in the physician world uh, in South Dakota and beyond uh, that we can bring in to bring some new ideas and new information and um, a really good show this year for our viewers. So we're very excited about uh, what we're doing. Um, so the same format of the show, but again, with, with COVID and social distancing, uh, uh, able to have one guest in-house live and another one uh, via Skype or Zoom. So it'll be a little bit of a hybrid um, model for guests. So it uh, will look a little bit more like it was uh, in the spring. Uh, than it has in years past as far as the studio, but uh, we're we're making it work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of um, logistics and problem solving isn't there, but so valuable to be able to connect with um, physicians from from our area and beyond, and get to hear from them for an hour and um, and their practices and how we might apply that to our own lives. You mentioned um, Dr. Cruz that there are four of you. Um, uh, do you want to explain to our listeners a little bit about how you guys share the share the role? All right. So there are four doctors, uh, myself and then uh, Dr. Deborah Johnston, who's family practice, uh, Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, uh, Laura's husband here, and um, also family practice, and then Dr. Uh, Kelly Evans, uh, Brookings native, uh, who is internal medicine. So each of us have been taking one week a month, and... 
then uh, kind of doing this rotation for the radio show and the um, TV show. And that's been a, a good uh, division of labor because I'm still, we're all in awe how Dr. Holm did all this. We're all convinced he must have never slept uh, because there's just not enough in the day for one person to do all the work that he did. So um, definitely between the four of us, it's been a manageable amount as we're all in that uh, initial learning curve of, of how to uh, do this with securing guests and hosts and topics and and um, managing this uh, this television show and uh, actually media um, issues with the, the radio show and the podcast and the newspaper article. So there's a lot a lot of moving pieces, and I'm glad uh, many hands make light work. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. I think you all and Dr. Holm, I know, helped create that team um, with you four, and um, it's been fun to see how you've um, risen to the occasion to help bring this forward, and yeah, we are looking forward to a great season um, of Prairie Doc programs. It's time for us to go to our first break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605 609-692- 1430 with any medical concerns you would like us to address. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. The five major symptoms of a heart attack are chest pain or discomfort in the center or left side of the chest that lasts for more than a few minutes or goes away and comes back. The discomfort can feel like uncomfortable pressure, squeezing, fullness, or pain. You might feel weak, light-headed, or faint. You might even break out into a cold sweat. You may have pain or discomfort in the jaw, neck, or back. You may have pain or discomfort in one or both shoulders. Shortness of breath may come with the chest discomfort. Other symptoms of a heart attack could include unusual or unexplained tiredness and nausea or vomiting. Women are more likely to have these symptoms. Call 911 if you notice symptoms of a heart attack. Promoting Health and Safety, the Avera Medical Group, Brookings. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and Prairie Doc physician Jill Cruz is here to discuss your medical questions. So you have, if you have any questions today, please do give us a call at 605-692-1430, and um, they'll send those questions over to us. So 605-692-1430. 1430. Before our break, Dr. Cruz and I were discussing that this week is the first new live television show of our Prairie Doc program on SCPB on Thursday night. Um, so we're all excited for that. Um, and I also want to talk about um, your essay this week, Dr. Cruz, that can be found in Monday's Brookings Register or on the Prairie Doc website, and it's titled Passing the Torch. Dr. Cruz, could you tell our listeners a little bit about your essay? Um, so with the essay, I, I kind of opened up and talked about the um, first major transition in a TV show that I can remember. And uh, when I was younger, my parents let me uh, stay up and watch Johnny Carson with them, which uh, I was way too young to stay up and, and watch that um, <laughs> at the time. But uh, my, my parents were pretty... Uh, I guess, uh, progressive when it came to uh, allowing a, a seven-year-old to decide when she should go to bed. 
not, not the advice I would give to my, my patients or uh, let my kids get away with. But I watched Johnny Carson growing up. And I remember when it was announced that Jay Leno was going to be taking over the show. And it was just such a, a shock to me because I was like, but, but Johnny Carson is the best host ever. How could you ever have anyone replace him? He's, he's wonderful. And, you know, and, and I really don't think I will like this Jay Leno character. And, mm-hmm. you know, we watched it because that was our routine. We, you know, watched the evening news and then you watch, you know, and I would listen to the monologue. And if there was someone from the San Diego Zoo, I'd see the animals and then I'd go to bed. Um, that that change was hard, and it was hard for me to watch a new host and get used to a new TV show. But um, we realized that this is going to be hard for our listeners that are used to Dr. Holm, who is so charismatic and so um, animated and so wonderful and so knowledgeable. Um, mm-hmm. But we're hoping that, you know, we're kind of that new generation where that Jay Leno that, that's coming in, our style maybe a little bit differently, but between the four of us, we have a combined um, experience of over 50 years in the medical field. So mm-hmm. we're working really hard to um, honor his memory and honor his tradition and then bring in our own unique strengths and, and challenges and our own uh, unique views on and experiences with medicine. So I think we all have something uh, to share that's maybe a little bit different, but just because, and uh, we're hoping that the viewers can kind of uh, sit through us and watch the show, and we'll transition just like it went from Johnny Carson to Jay Leno, and, you know, after time, our my whole family and I included, you know, became to love Jay Leno, and we thought he was a great host, too, and then when he left the show, I was upset, and, you know, how could anyone replace him, so... Yes. Uh, yeah, transitions are hard, but um, it, it will get better in, in time, and and we just ask uh, for a little bit of patience and grace as we're, we're learning to go through this transition right alongside with you, but we're definitely um, working our hardest and doing our best to give you great shows, and we're very excited about um, the things we have to share this season. Yeah. In your um, essay, you talk about how Change is difficult for everyone, but change is one of the few constants in this world. Um, and I think we've all been just, you know, uh, in these COVID times, really feeling that. We all have experienced different changes, um, whether it's the way we get our groceries or the way we interact with others or whatever. Um, but there's been a lot of change that we are all experiencing. Um, thinking more broadly about change. Um, how have you seen either in your life or the lives of your patients how embracing change helps people flourish? Well, definitely embracing change, um, the more you resist it, the harder it is to deal with. And so if, if you say, okay, this, this is the way it is and this is the way it's going to be and, and make the best of it, um, then you definitely can move forward, but the more you resist it, the harder it is, and um, it just feels like you're trying to force something that can't be or won't be, and then you end up just kind of stuck in unnecessary um, misery and and suffering for something. Um, We can't control our circumstances, but we can always control what we think about those circumstances. And those 
thought will lead to our feelings and our actions. So if you find that you're thinking, I don't like this, then how can you change your thoughts, what you're thinking about an object? Like, I hate wearing masks. Well, okay, that, that may be your thought, and the feeling is anger and frustration. And you're like, well, if the thing is, I'm wearing this mask to protect others that I care about, then it can become an act of uh, love and generosity, and then you can feel proud about wearing a mask. And it's, it's not the wearing the mask that changed. It's how you're thinking about wearing it that changed your feelings about it. And that can change everything, your, your attitude. And, and so if you're having a really hard time with change, I, I challenge people to look at their thoughts around it and what feelings those thoughts are giving, those, those gut reactions of, I hate this, or this is wrong, or this is bad, and try to think about, okay, how can I think about this differently to change those, those feelings and those thoughts, and then that will change your, your outcome. So the mind is an incredibly powerful thing, and you can leverage your thoughts to change how you're feeling, and that is an amazing thing. So there's no need for, you know, this, this almost voluntary suffering. Um, that you can do. If you can change how you're thinking about something, you'll change how you feel, and then how you change how you feel will change how you act, and that will change your outcomes, which is kind of a mind-blowing concept. Um, easy in, in thought, but in practice it can be uh, more challenging, but the more you practice, the better you get. That's absolutely wonderful information. If we, um, if individuals want to learn more about that, or are there other resources you recommend, or anything um, for people to kind of process that as as we think about how we can control our thoughts? Um, actually, there is a wonderful podcast uh, that I would recommend. It's by a person named Brooke Castillo, and she is a life coach. And uh, she okay. runs what's called the Life Coach School. So she trains uh, people how to be life coaches and uh, teaches people how to basically live their best lives and think about um, controlling their thoughts and their actions. Also, I would, I would recommend anything by Brene Brown. She talks a lot about honesty and vulnerability with people and, again, how you can um, be honest and vulnerable and sharing your concerns and thoughts with others and how that can uh, really be life-changing and powerful. So those would be the two people I would uh, definitely look into. So Brooke Castillo and Brene Brown are, are kind of the two gurus in this area about thought work. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell from the way you described that that's been something that you have um, researched and looked into. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That is um, good for all of us to process and think about as um, – as, as we mentioned earlier, change is constant. Whether you're in COVID times or not, we are, change is constant and we have different things affecting how we live our lives. That's for sure. Well, it's time for us to go to our next break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430 with any medical concerns you would like us to address. Our programs are available on Apple Podcasts. Just look for Prairie Doc wherever you get your podcasts. Today's program will be added to the podcast soon. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. 
Being alone or with very limited social interactions during the pandemic can be difficult. With some effort on your part, there are some ways to decrease the effects of isolation. Keep a schedule. Stay active. Do something meaningful like working on your genealogy or organizing photo albums. Connect with others by letter, email, phone, Zoom, or try online games. Find comfort in old movies or lighting a candle and having a cup of tea. These are just a few ideas to get you thinking. You can do this. If you find your loneliness getting out of hand with feelings of depression, call your provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings at 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and Prairie Doc physician Jill Cruz is here to discuss your medical questions. So if you have a medical question you'd like us to talk about today, give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. We did have a question come in, Dr. Cruz, and the <laughs> caller is on Mesnotrax 8 and Emeril for rheumatoid arthritis. If they do find a vaccine for COVID-19, or if you have to go off those meds for a few weeks and or a month? That is a very good question. And I think that would be, it, it kind of depends on what type of vaccine it is. And since I, you know, right now, I really don't have an answer for that, unfortunately. Um, so I would say they, they should discuss this with their rheumatologist uh, when mm-hmm. And if the uh, vaccine uh, comes out, um, just to discuss what they would recommend with that, with those medications, since those medications can, uh, they kind of dampen the immune system and, and slow down responses to things. Uh, if they don't have to stop it for a, a flu vaccine or any other annual vaccine, I would not um, suspect that they would have to uh, for the, okay. the COVID. But again, without knowing... What said, is it a live vaccine? Is it uh, an attenuated or a, a dead virus vaccine? Or if it's, uh, you know, just from the protein particles, it's, it's really hard to say until we know what that vaccine looks like, what sort of things we would have to do for people on medications for it, uh, like methotrexate or Embril. Uh, but definitely, I would say use the guidance of their rheumatologist because we're, we're all learning this alongside the uh, patients here because, like I said, this is a brand new virus that we've we've never dealt with. So right now I don't have a, an answer for that. And okay. we'll tell there is a vaccine to, to see, but very good question. Yeah, good thing to consider and think about. Um, do you have any updates on what you know about a COVID vaccine at this time or where that's at in the process? Do you have any updates on that? I don't have any uh, updates okay. at this time, I know that there's several that are in uh, clinical trials, but none that are, um, I think there's like one or two that are in phase four that are in the final phase of, of trials. So okay, um, when those will be released, I don't know. That's up to the FDA and way above my, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> my pay grade. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I found I found this question to be interesting. Is it common for other vaccines that you um, have to take a break from medicines for a period of time? Like, 
for the flu vaccine? Are there certain medicines you ask your patients, you know, if they have that they need to take a break from? Not that I'm aware of, but again, there okay. are always exceptions to the rules and, and special circumstances. Um, and with those patients, you know, especially people who are on like chemotherapy or on uh, immunomodulators where they're being seen by a specialist, um, usually if there's any question, we always say, talk to your specialist, you know, talk to your oncologist, talk to your rheumatologist, um, talk to the people who are prescribing those highly specialized medications to see if they have any concerns. And they're usually very good at letting their patients know, you know, hey, before mm-hmm. you get this vaccine, you know, let me know so we can adjust or change your regimen. Right. Okay. Very good. Excellent. Um, well, before uh, before we had that question, we were talking a little bit. We were talking about change and how change mm-hmm. is constant in our lives. And I I do want to go back to that. I think it's an important topic for us to, to think about. Um, we talked about how um, people who embrace change, um, their lives will seem to flourish. Um, I'd like to talk about the other side, uh, Dr. Cruz. How have you seen resistance to change affect people? Well, I would say resistance to change is kind of um, repeating the same mistakes. It's it's uh, attributed to Einstein, but I don't think he ever actually said it. But um, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, resisting change, you're doing the same thing over and over again or what used to work and then expecting it to work now or be different now, and that's where you end up just causing unnecessary um, pain and suffering to yourself mentally mm-hmm. or, or physically, um, you know, like stopping smoking is, is hard. That's a really hard change to do, but the longer you keep smoking, the more damage you do to your lungs. So resisting stopping, you know, due to that unfortunate addictive nature of nicotine, that can be very, very hard. So... <clears throat> Um, you know, changing the way you think, or I always tell people if they want to stop smoking, um, change one little thing. If you don't want to change that you are smoking, change your brand of cigarettes. Because if someone told me I could drink as much pop as I wanted, but I had to drink Diet Sprite and I couldn't drink Coke Mm -hmm. because I love Coke, I would say, oh, thanks. I'm not denying myself pop. I'm just limiting it to a brand I really hate, and trust me, I would drink much less Coke if I only told myself, okay, you can drink as much pop as you want, but it has to be Diet Sprite. So I'll tell people mm-hmm. change brands of cigarettes, and that really seems to have, or I said make it as difficult as you can. Put your you know, lighters all in one room of the house and then put the cigarettes downstairs, you know, as far away from them so it's not convenient or easy because um, a lot of times we do habits because they're convenient and easy. So if you make it hard to smoke um, or hard to do whatever that habit is that you want, make it inconvenient, and then it's easier to change that habit. That's really great advice. Yeah. So you have to think about it a little harder. It's not just so automatic. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's great advice. Very good. Well, we need to go to our final break. We thank you for listening to the Prairie Doc radio program on KBRK and on our podcast. And we will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Attention drivers, there are many bikers on the road. Please remember these rules. Share the road. 
Bicyclists have the same rights to the road as motor vehicles do. It is the law to allow three feet between your car and the bicyclist. Give bicyclists space on the road. When turning right, look right before proceeding. Always check the sidewalks as well as the traffic lanes when merging or turning. Slow down and watch for pedestrians and bicyclists. The Avera Medical Group Brookings encourages drivers as well as bikers to help prevent accidents. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and Prairie Doc physician Jill Cruz is here to answer your medical questions. You can give us a call at 605-692-1430. Thank you, Dr. Cruz, for being with us today. We've had an interesting discussion about change, um, especially as we get ready to kick off our new season of the Prairie Doc program, television program, which, of course, will have some major changes um, uh, as we won't have our beloved doctor home this year, um, but we have, but we'll have to embrace change. And I, I want to read the um, passage that you quoted in your essay, Dr. Cruz, where Dr. Mm-hmm. Holmes says, I believe the ability to handle change is like working and stretching a muscle. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Stagnation can cause rigidity, weakness, despondency, and death. But movement can cause flexibility, strength, happiness, and life. Uh, So that's a quote from uh, Dr. Holm in his book, um, Life's Final Season. Uh, Do you want to talk about that quote at all, Dr. Cruz? Do you have any comments on that? Um, I I think that applies to so many things about um, physical change with the bodies. Uh, I always tell people, you know, the more you work and exercise, the better your muscles are. And it, and it talks about, you know, mental and emotional changes. So the more you get used to uh, doing things and, and being able to make those pivots and change, I think the better better you will be because definitely we're, we're hitting the season. I mean, we, we know seasons and change in South Dakota. Um, if I sent my kids to school wearing what they wore on Saturday, they would be freezing their, uh, their little toes and fingers all day. So, you know, definitely it's time to, to pull out the, the sweaters and, and adjust to the environment that you're in now. So change is about, you know, adjusting to the environment that you're in and, and finding a way to make things work. And, you know, as humans, our main um, motivators for change is to avoid pain or to um, allow pleasure. So, unfortunately, we're, we're more pain-avoidant than pleasure-seeking uh, for most people. But, um, you know, looking at that, again, uh, that change, I think, will definitely help with things and... and um, the more you practice, the, the better and easier things get. So, yes, definitely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for those great reminders and tips today about how change is constant and uh, um, we ha- it's better to embrace it than to resist it and, and understand how um, that will affect our lives. Well, before we go, please be sure to tune in to South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television and the Prairie Doc Facebook page for On Call with the Prairie Doc most Thursdays starting at 7 p.m. Central. This Thursday, September 10th, will be the first live television show of the 19th season of On Call with the Prairie Doc. 
the show will be an opportunity to meet the Prairie Docs and ask anything. The four new Prairie Docs, Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, Dr. Kelly Evans-Hollinger, Dr. Jill Cruz, and Dr. Deborah Johnson will introduce themselves and answer your questions about any medical topic. So tune in for the first show of the season tomorrow night, September 10th, on SCPB Television or on the Prairie Doc Facebook page. We hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program and will listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org. And look for Prairie Doc wherever you find your podcast. My thanks to Dr. Jill Cruz for joining us today. And as Dr. Holm would say, stay healthy out there, people. <laughs>